So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reet Entertainment Podcast Episode 148 for May 13th, 2018. My name is Nathan Reince Ruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Oroa McFain. See, I forgot to ask you what number it was I uh, found before it. I, I started streaming it. I figured it out. It's 148. And we have yeah. Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. Happy Mother's Day to all of you mothers. It is it is Mother's <laughs> yeah, Day. It is mother's if if you to buy into some capitalist bullshit holiday. Whatever. Uh, my sister is making me pay $25 for flowers for my mom. Now, I was forced to make it. I, I was forced to go out and buy a card today, and I kind of was offended by that idea, but I did it because I'm like, whatever, this lady has been in my life my whole life. Yes, if exactly. You're gonna, if you're going to spend $25, though, like, why wouldn't you just buy, like, Sherry's Berries? Sherry, I don't know what that is. Are we sponsored by them? Did they earn that plug? I wish. No. I w- we we I, will be sponsored by to, anybody. We, I, uh, I watch other shows and listen to other podcasts that are sponsored by Sherry's Berries. If InfoWars uh, wants to sponsor us, uh, I'm, to- <laughs> I'm totally cool with it. I'll fight the globalists on behalf of whoever. Yeah, I will exactly. happily talk about the frogs for at least two minutes per, you know, one day of my life per week if they want to give me a little bit of money. That is fine with me. And we have uh, one of the, the members of the podcast that, that appears sporadically is soon to be a mom. So uh, happy Mother's Day to Nick Lotus. Happy Mother's Day, Nick Lotus. You, you breeded. Yeah, uh, I don't, almost. I don't they're, they're, it's, it's still baking. Sorry, they, so. they are breeding. They are, yeah. they are in brooding. They are mid-brood. Yeah, yeah, there's exactly. Still, there's still time. <laughs> Don't, bad. Turn this all around. <laughs> no. You're not supposed to say oh, that. Uh, I'm told that you're not supposed to say that. There are various places in Mexico that are totally okay. <laughs> I, I think oh, that, that's terrible. I think that legally she is too far along to, to consider that. That's why I said Mexico... Yeah, laws laws don't matter in Mexico, so, so I'm told. So let's let's move on to talking about any. Let's move on to talking about anything else. Uh, Cyberpunk Monk, what <laughs> games have you been playing this week? Uh, I have still been playing through Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, the original one. Uh, I still love it. It's I'm playing on the hardest difficulty, and I only got like an hour to play a week. Don't be an adult, guys. Never become an adult. It, it takes really over sucks. Your life. It's it's awful. Um, I have actually figured out how not to be an adult again, and that is get fired. That's, that's right. Uh, don't have a job. Don't have I'm a job. A contractor, and then have Sony fire you because they didn't want you anymore. That's, well, they didn't I've fire. They did not fire me because technically I'm not fired, so I'm able to get unemployment. So. On Brighter Plains, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, the original one, is still a great game. It really is. Uh, I'll update you all in a formal matter when I'm totally done with it, but I'm not ready to be done with it. I'm still having a fun time with it. Prepare for the Cyberpunk Monk written review of Splinter Cell on ReadingEntertainment.com. <laughs> in your life. So, uh, and uh, Roa, what games have you played? Uh, I played Undertale for two hours yesterday. I saw that. You played it while I was playing Persona. Yeah, I am very, very near the end, I think. And uh, let me tell you, um, I cheated a little bit. No! Oh, what? What? Uh, what? So I, I, I discovered that this is a totally valid thing in the game. Okay. That you, you can use an item, and its entire purpose is to fill your inventory with copies of that item. Oh, so it's like W item from... Uh, from Final Fantasy Final VII. Final Fantasy VII, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. The answer yes. is yes. Yes. It's, uh, so you use the item, and then your inventory is filled with various different versions of that same item, and the only difference between them is how much they're worth. And oh. so you can, oh, so you can use them, and then sell them. And then use it again, and then and sell then them. Use it again. Using it, yeah. Ad, ad infinitum. So, so Andrew Rowan McFain is a damn dirty cheater. Go on. So, well, so I started out doing that, and then I went, wow, this is taking way too long. 
and then uh, you just downloaded a cheat engine and did it like the rest of us. I mean, and then and you that, cheated. No, like that, that is, I already had cheat engine installed. Wait, you and... were cheating with cheat engine and even that wasn't enough? Well, no, Under, Undertale I... is not that hard of a game. No, that's what I did after that, though, was after I got bored of doing it the right way and selling the items very slowly, I, uh, I instead booted up Cheat Engine and found the gold value and just set it at 99999 and was done with it. Oh, okay. So instead of wasting your time, you just set your gold value as high as it could and then ended yeah, it. Yeah, because either way, I was going to do it. You you went, this is a hypothetical goal. Let's just make it a goal now and waste, you know, or uh, the opposite of waste. Let's save four hours of my life. Right. Exactly. Right. I, I guess I could have, I could respect that. Yeah, I would, I would respect that. And this is coming from Connor, who is a notorious cheater. I kind of love manipulating games and finding glitches. It's my thing. Glitches That's kind of why I became a programmer. Like, I like breaking engines. I like finding, like, uh, once I found out discrete mathematics and once I discovered that was, I kind of found my home. Right, right. So, uh, what other games have you played, Aurora? Aurora. Uh, well, uh, the new uh, version of Monster Girl Island came out uh, from the uh, from the guy that I I pay ten dollars a month on or no five dollars a month on Patreon for that. I can't discuss any of it. Oh, okay. Um, because, Thanks for bringing it up. Because it's a it's an H game, but oh hentai. I, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so there's it, lots of hentai. A, it's a VR hentai game. All right, uh, so Connor, uh, what games have you? Oh, we already went over that. Yeah, uh, I would like to say I've owned my VR headset for over a year now. I still have not bothered to try with VR pornography. I use it more for porn than anything else. So I've, you say. So you I've say. done it. One, I've done it. I've watched one video and it's weird. It it creeps me out, man. Like really? Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I don't like. Like, it. Uh, I mean, I. I don't want to say my sexualities are pro. Let's not talk about this on the podcast. That's not good radio. <laughs> that being said, it's just never not been a niche. Hey, that hey, hey! Hulk just... Hogan, Hulk Hogan went on a radio show and talked about his ten-inch penis before. So I think it's fine. right. I'd like to think I'm a little above that kind of stuff. You know, it's it's not mid-February's in the WWF. And, and also, your al- right now. also, I want to say, I want to say that um, Hulk Hogan then went on trial. And the person was asking the, the the in the courtroom they were asking about his ten inch penis, and he's like, no 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 no, Terry Bollea doesn't have a ten inch penis. Hulk Hogan has a ten inch penis. And yeah, the, let's get it right, Judge. Yeah, and the great thing about that case is that Hulk Hogan won. Hulk Hogan won the case, but <laughs> and he was. Did he ever have to prove it? Uh, are no, we above that his, in society? Uh, yes, we are. But basically, his his argument was. That he, uh, the person Terry Bollea is different from the character Hulk Hogan, and so the uh. character Hulk Hogan has a ten-inch penis. The real person Terry Bollea does not have a ten-inch penis. See, I feel like they call it insecurity. There's a I, word for that. Yeah, but anyway, the games I have played, I played a lot of Persona. I'm about sixty hours in now. Uh, Being Persona unemployed will do that to a guy. Yes. <laughs> So I, uh, it's a really fun game. I really like it. Connor thinks it's bad. So, yeah, that's a terrible opinion, and you should be ashamed. But it, it's really fun. I, I apologize, Aroa. I, uh, started a relationship with On in the game, and not, uh, not somebody else. See, I don't actually even know what that means, but I will say the fact that you did that and the fact that you're enjoying Persona Five makes you a terrible person with terrible opinions. Good night, right. everybody. Uh, I also played Puyo Puyo Tetris, and I've been playing that with my new controller, the uh, the Hyperkin Duke controller, which is the it's basically the same as the original Xbox controller, the giant fat controller, but they added on the uh, right bumper and left bumper, which is a little weird because they're yeah, they also feel like shit, right? Yeah, they they're awful, but you can use the black and white buttons as um the art uh the right bumper and left bumper buttons so that's is really great. good um also i do like i haven't done it yet but i think that this would be a really good controller to use for like um uh nintendo 64 emulation 
because it has those face buttons instead of having um, to like do R and L buttons for um like the C button area. I think it would be really good for it. Maybe. Uh, same thing with uh, what is it? The the GameCube controller I think would be uh, you could you could map it theoretically all right. Uh, anyway, I think it's really good. I think it's a really good controller. I like the LCD screen, and that's something I mentioned on Twitter, where, you know, I had asked, when do you think they're going to put a Raspberry Pi into this and make it into a RetroPie console? Uh, and I think it's a possibility. I would, I could see somebody taking like a Raspberry Pi Zero, and putting it in there and turning it into a, a retro game console. And using that little LCD screen. And I know you said that the LCD screen is too small to do it with, but you are seriously doubting the stupidity of people who mod things. I mean, that's true. You could do it. And I would like to see it done just as a proof of concept type thing. All right, do it. Do it with yours. Actually, what I think would be neat neat is uh, if this was like a test bed for a next-gen Xbox controller that had an embedded screen that had, like... That, that could, like, pop up your notification uh, thing. Yeah! Or something. Let's, let's well, just go back to Dreamcast that's, days. That's what I was the thinking. The WMD was the best. In all, it, I, I thought it was, a, it was a neat idea at the time. I well, remember getting yeah. in trouble, like, fifth grade, stealing my brother's WMD because I wanted to bring my chow to school. Oh yeah, and I, I actually I, did bring my chat to school. As a grown ass man, I still want to do that. I I want to attach it to my smartphone. I want to be like, yo, this is something that I could do off hours that impacts my video game life. Man, now saying that out loud, we live sad lives, yeah. don't we? I also Kinda. bought I also bought a uh, a new computer case and a and a used um a used twenty six hundred K. And put it into my old computer, so I rebuilt my old computer. So I now have just two computers hanging out in my room. Mm. Yes. So uh, the one, the one thing though is the motherboard I have doesn't have USB three headers. Uh, so what? I had, so I had to purchase like an adapter that will convert the front ports to USB two. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of shitty. So, I honestly am going to, like, but before I build a new computer, I'm going to give it, like, two to five years. I'm going to I'm gonna let these tides kind of cool down before I'm, like, I'm going to invest in this technology. Well, it's, yeah, it, yeah, see, this Especially was... right now with the whole Spectre and Meltdown thing still being very out there. Yeah, yeah it's just well, the, these, these tides are, they're, they're angry. Calm well, down a little bit. Well, and, and my thing was I already had the motherboard. I had the RAM. I had a video card in there. I had everything pretty much except for the the processor, and so I was like, ah, I'll just throw it together. It'll co- it cost me like 150 bucks to put everything together, so it was kind of kind of worth it, especially if I'm able to sell it for a couple hundred dollars, like 300 bucks, which I think it would be worth. So make a little bit of money off of it, and and or um, I could use it as a streaming box and to take away. Uh, power from my main PC because there's a lot of resources that go into streaming and playing video games at the same time. And if I could take away half of that, that would make it work really well because I was noticing when Aroa and I were playing um, A Way Out, my computer was struggling just a little bit to run both the game and the stream at the same time. Yeah, having having this laptop off to the side whenever I had it set up that way was pretty nice. Yeah. To have it just being the streaming machine. Well, and and having a 2600K to be the stream machine, I think that would be really good cuz that's a that's a pretty overkill processor for just for just streaming and not Yeah, I was going to say you could probably do it with a Raspberry Pi for that fact. Uh no, because you have to do the I don't think it's powerful enough to do the uh, mm, okay. A Beagle Ball Black, get on with it. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to some stories. There's one that you are really wanting to talk about, right, Connor? Yeah, actually. Do you want to? You want to kick this off? I guess. No. Uh, we're oh, going to talk okay. about. <laughs> well, I'm here when you need me, sir. Uh, Valve is creating a stream, uh, a Steam streaming app for smart devices like smartphones tablets i would imagine 
Uh, so basically, right now they have the the Steam Box. You guys have used that, right? I know Aroa has. I know of it, but I've never personally used it. I have one. Oh, I've never yeah. used it. I have one, but uh, I got it for eight dollars, and it included a game. So, but I just I've never even hooked it up. And what it does is you can play games on your computer, but have them stream to a little device, uh, like in your living room or bedroom that. You can basically, it'll stream it, and you can play the game on that little device, on that TV in your room, and there's minimal delay. And what they're wanting to do is the same thing, but with mobile devices, which I think sounds really cool and also really terrible, because I do not want to play games on a tablet or my phone, especially games that I would normally play on my computer like a first-person shooter or even Puyo Puyo Tetris because I, I feel I need a controller for those games or a keyboard and mouse. Uh, what's your thoughts on this, Aroa? Well, uh, to go along with the fact that, that you know, you, you'd rather have a controller, uh, does this mention... Because I read, yes, um, that you can use the Steam controller. Yes, you can. It. So... I mean, I, I I think that's totally, I think it's totally cool. Um, problem that I have, though, is that you can't you can't do very good in home streaming over Wi Fi. It just doesn't work very well. It doesn't unless you have a really good Wi Fi, and it has unless, to be really good. Like you basically need to be sitting on top of your router, though. Yeah, like I've done. I've, I've done that. I've done this in my house. Like, I've done it with the actual Steam Link uh, over Wi-Fi, and five gigahertz with the power. I have the power turned up a little bit, not like a ton, because you you turn it up too much, it introduces more noise than anything, and yeah. But it, yeah, even that, and pretty limited interference from my neighbors too. Most of them don't even have five gigahertz routers somehow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not as adopted not as. Great. Yeah, I've done it with uh, um, the Xbox because the Xbox has streaming to your PC, and I've done Wi-Fi streaming, and it is terrible if you're doing. Oh it. yeah, like I don't even, know what it even is. Even over wired, it's not very good. No, no. Uh, though it is, it is way more stable over wired. Yeah, uh, it is. And this the uh, Steam in home streaming is really good over wired connection. Uh, it is. as long as your your network works correctly. Could uh, I ask a very blunt opinion here? Hmm. If I were to be sitting in my sofa in my living room being like, in "Man, I wish I could play a video in my sofa like, you know, hunched down like the troll that I am." Uh if I was like, "Man, I wish I could be playing my uh my PC video games right now and I had a way to wire this up. Is it worth it though?" Like is it there yet, or should I wait a little bit more before I bother investing in this? If you had a Steam Link and you had it wired, I think it would be, it would be good enough for you to play games. Now I I can play everything except for rhythm games, and I wouldn't play like a fighting game. See, I on. know you you posted a video on like Snapchat maybe like two years ago or something like that. Jesus Christ, of playing Sonic the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. So that and was it not. Looked- unplayable was that steam link or was that that was not steam link. that service? was that was sony's streaming service mm, oh it was sony. I, I should have expected disappointment yeah. yeah yeah i always expect disappointment from sony that's right isn't that right nathan yeah <laughs> now, no no now. in uh steam's in-home streaming thing um i played i played portions of metal gear rising over it and i didn't really have any problems at all so that's indicative, at least in my mind, of how reliable it tends to be. Yeah, it's it's not bad, especially if you're playing a game that doesn't really require um, super yeah, twitchy reflexes. I, I probably wouldn't play like a, a a hardcore online first person shooter. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't play Counter Strike or Overwatch or something like that over it. Well, you but couldn't play I, over I, you couldn't play Overwatch because that's a Blizzard game and it's on Blizzard Net. It doesn't matter. You can play anything over it. Oh, can you? Neat. Mm-hmm. You can even do desktop streaming, because uh, it just all it does is it's the same thing as like how OBS does game capture, but it can also do screen capture, and it just encodes it into H- H- 
H264 and sends it over the network. But um, yeah, it's just that there there is lag, but it's it's really slight. And also, every once in a while, it'll it'll freak out and you'll you'll have some pixelation. But it's it's rare most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. I I could see myself playing if I played uh like Call of Duty or something still. Uh I could see playing the campaign. If that still existed, they don't have that anymore. Um but yeah, having the playing the campaign would be fine. I played um what's the Spec Ops. Spec Ops the line. I played Spec Ops the line over it and didn't have any problems at all. Oh right. You know, I have that game, I never played it. I played, uh, I, I keep getting to roughly the same point, and then I stop playing. Uh, not for any particular reason, it just kind of keeps happening. I know. Uh, but I, I really want to finish it. I know the ending to that game, so I'm not super interested in playing through it. I don't. I just know that shit goes, like, bonkers at some point, and that it's like a modern-day apocalypse now, or whatever. So... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have no idea what uh, this will entail, but I could see, uh, like, if you had an Android box that happened to be connected to your TV, like... Yes. Kind of like a, a if, Roku it, or something that... Yeah, if you, if, you had a, if you had an Android TV machine or, like, the, uh, the NVIDIA Shield uh, set-top box that already does game streaming, but, you know, uh, then... I could see using that. Right, uh, right. Of course, also going going in line with that, you could have used, uh, was it Limelight? But th- this this also works for AMD people, which Limelight and uh, and uh, NVIDIA's streaming thing obviously only works with NVIDIA. Right. Um, this yeah. also, th- this comes with support for Apple TV. So for those of us on the Apple side of things, there's maybe finally a reason to buy an Apple TV. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. No. <clears throat> no. Uh, no. Steam Link, you can... I almost bought another Steam Link just because it was only five bucks the other day. Oh, uh, wow. But I didn't... Yeah, because they just... They, they, bundle it, they bundle it with games uh, now. And it's just like, hey, you want this game? Uh, and also, here's a Steam Link with it, and you get the whole thing for $10. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. Now, now, my question is... So you said that the the Steam controller will work with it. But yes. I know that there are a lot of other controllers that work with Steam. Will those computers, or will those controllers work with the Steam Link? Um, With the Steam Link? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you can use an Xbox controller, a PlayStation 4 controller uh, natively, and then if you buy uh oh, what's it called? I think I own it. I know. Well, I know that the uh, the Wii. Or I'm sorry, the Switch controller, the Pro controller will also work with. Steam. Oh yeah, they added they added support for the the wired Pro controller. Right. Uh, just at, well, it, with the same update that talked about this app. Right, um, right, right, right. But uh, there's there's I think it's it might be virtual here. Virtual like Hotline. No, no. It's a USB uh, device forwarding application. It's actually pretty fucking neat. But oh, it, okay. It lets you plug a USB device into your Steam Link and then run the server on your computer, and it forwards the USB device info to your computer. So any like any controller that runs over USB that you plug into your steam link you can use on uh, or that you, you would normally use on your on your computer you can plug into the steam link and use it if you buy that add-on well that's neat it's like 10 bucks yeah. that's pretty awesome so you can use hotas controllers and all that if you really hotas, wanted to which i have i i can use my flight stick to play uh call of duty you could that sounds terrible also mm-hmm. uh my flight stick for some reason <clears throat> when i uh start up certain games like dark souls it wants my flight stick to be the primary controller so it'll want me to use my flight stick for games like dark souls it's stupid that's 
I wonder if uh, Dark Souls, for some reason, uh, for some reason, looks for direct input devices instead of just X input. Maybe, but so I have to disconnect my uh, my flight stick to be able to play. But that's okay. Actually, yeah. Now that now that you mentioned that, I've had that same problem happen with uh, my um, Steel Battalion controller because to use it, I have to install a virtual joystick driver. Oh. I have to disable the driver before I start some games or else it tries to use the, the fucking non-existent joystick. You know what you should do? You should beat Dark Souls on your Steel Battalion controller. You'll get all that the would... views. Yeah, that I, sounds I bet, like a fun time. I, I bet I bet you could probably make like a viral video out of playing playing some pro- popular game with a steel battalion controller they do this they do fucking that all the neckbeard time. beat the entirety of steel battalion with only the rock band guitar set well they've done that they've done that three people, billion views yeah people will get lots of views for beating dark souls with like a guitar controller uh somebody beat it with just using voice commands so he set up voice commands to be like go left and then, like, he, this guy would go left, and he ended up beating Dark Souls like that. My well, problem with this conversation right now is we currently have a multitude of Twitch Plays X going on right now. That means, regardless of how menial a task is, if you eventually just throw what is ultimately random commands at it, you'll eventually succeed. Yes, usually, yes. Yeah. So anyway, let's move on. Who here plays Fortnite? I do. I don't nope. because I don't like Fortnite, but and Fortnite. I don't is have also... time for bullshit video games. So Fortnite is uh well there's two there's two different gameplay mechanics in Fortnite. One is the Battle Royale, which is similar to PUBG or H one Z one or the Culling. Uh and then there's also the base building kind of tower defense. Which that no is, one plays. Which no one plays and you actually have to pay for, which is funny because the more popular mode that most it's people free. get the game for is free, but I guess they're making money, so who am I to say? They're well, making... Yeah, because a fucking outfit costs $15. Yes. They're also making enough money that they're able to partner with Infinity War, the, the new Marvel movie that came out. And Disney. It's a Mar... Well, yes, Disney slash Marvel. You know what I mean. Shut up. It's... Shut up. It's not Disney slash Marvel. Disney literally owns Marvel. I know, but it's still a Marvel. Uh, it's yes, under the Marvel by umbrella, <laughs> which is owned by Disney. Yes. The Marvel umbrella, which is rained down vehemently, buys Disney. So anyway, so the the new Marvel movie that came out, there is a there's a main character or main villain in that named Thanos, and you can be Thanos in Fortnite. So what you do is you run around the map. You find the Infinity Gauntlet, put it on, and turn into Thanos. What I find funny is uh, this headline that we found. It's Thanos has been nerfed yet again in Fortnite. Apparently, shockingly enough, the person who controls all the Infinity Stones and is and with the power to snap his fingers and kill half the universe. Um, uh, spoilers. Uh, by the well, yeah, that's Jesus Christ, dude. That's the whole plot of the movie. Is that if he gets the Infinity Gauntlet, he snaps his fingers and the whole universe dies? Could I propose oh, another? Sorry, uh, I spoil it by saying that he does that. Yes, I have a better. You did. Alter- I got a Oops. better proposal here. Let's call the title Reaton Entertainment CEO CFI Sotio gets conned again by bullshit clickbait article. How is that? A, That's all how, this is. How is it? How is it a clickbait article? It's proposing that a villain such as Thanos would be nerfed in a, in a situation. The nerf, even though it's just being a video game, doesn't actually have anything to do with fucking Fortnite. But it, so but all it, it is is all this is doing right now is attaching to the popularity of the, well, the Marvel yes. movie. That's so, all it's doing. It is. Well, yeah, but, that's all the tie-in is doing. You yes. read, yeah, I agree with well, that. And, but and, you, Mister Reading Entertainment, looked at it and clicked on it and was and like, Thanos, "Ooh, I know that's popular right now." And well, now we're talking on it on this bullshit podcast. I think it's funny. I think it's funny that Thanos. I think it's funny too. The person who you know, if he if he gets all the Infinity Stones into the Infinity Gauntlet and snaps his fingers, he ends up killing every like half the people in the universe. And I don't feel so. They're nerf. They're nerfing him. <laughs> like apparently he was yeah, too, too powerful. Well, this is um, like the third nerf. 
Yeah, it is. So uh, it says here, shortly after launch, stats were altered, and now Epic Games is decreasing his health from 800 to 500, which is a pretty significant nerf there. Uh, He does get a slight boost in terms of his punch damage from 80 to 100, and his beam damage from 12 to 20, uh, but that health decrease is pretty massive. Um, Basically, what happens is you grab the Infinity Gauntlet, you turn into Thanos... And you become super powerful, but yet you you fly up in the air. But yeah, you fly up in the air, but apparently you can still die, which I think is silly. Hey, hey, do do you want to know what really happens? What really happens is everybody who doesn't give a fuck about Fortnite is bored out of their mind. (laughs) Who gives a shit? Uh, We're going to play Fortnite after this, aren't we? Are we? No. I don't think that's correct. I played Fortnite twice. I got shit going on, man. I I like Fortnite. Uh,. But I just like Battle Royale games, and Fortnite's popular and free. Yes, it is free. Uh, and you like Battle Royale on PUBG Mobile. You like PUBG Mobile. Yeah, because it's free. That's stupid. Anyway, uh, play if, you are, if you're interested in this, uh, play Fortnite, become Thanos, and kill everyone. It'll be fun. I do think it's really like just goofy from the perspective of, of anybody who actually likes the whole marvel everything because like in it it's what what connor was saying just that it's a it's a cash grab this is popular right now hang on to the coattails well what both of you were saying really because it's like yep this is popular so let's make this this version of the character that doesn't make any fucking sense it doesn't if he's got all the infinity stones then he's should just be able to win the game by making the island explode because he can literally rewrite the world. Yes, like, exactly. but whatever. That's not fun to play. Make it better. Yeah. Well, then and, again, and, and let, again. Just, let, like, let me let me just use your intellectual property and just just shit on it. Well, well, big doggy. I shit saw. All I saw. <laughs> uh, shut up, Connor. I saw a, uh, a comic, and it's like Thanos is like, "There's too many people." in the universe and not enough resources. So I need to get rid of half of the people so that we can have, you know, the resources can be spread out evenly. And and somebody else is like, why not just create more resources? And he's like, ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's that easy. (laughs) Well, okay. So, so it's, it's because he loves death so much though. Well, in the comics, yes, but not in the not in the movie. In the movie, not... it's different. No. What? No, no, no. In the so in the comic book, he is in love with Lady yeah. Death. Yeah, I know. In the movie, that's never brought up. What? Yeah, they never well, bring that up. I don't think does Marvel own Deadpool. Uh, no, but that doesn't matter because Lady Death is still. Well, yeah, I think Lady Death is... Uh, it's a Marvel oh, character. Oh, shit, that's, that's probably a Marvel character still. Sorry, yeah. I, I'm speaking as somebody who knows that Lady Death is involved in Deadpool. I was just kind right. of assuming that they were, like, actually associated. Well, uh, and, but and the whole... Now that I've given it a literal second of thought, that's probably more appropriate to Thanos yeah. than Deadpool. Well, and, and the thing about hey, it I'm is... I'm here if you need me, Reeton. Okay, the thing about it is in the comic book, Thanos is, like, uh, he's in love with Lady Death, and he asks her, hey... What can I do to to be with you to impress you? And she says, "All right, kill half of the population of the universe." And he's like, "Deal." And, I've read Infinity Gauntlet. Jeez, and, now go on and explain it for those who haven't. And so he ends up doing it in the in the comic book. Spoilers: He ends up going out, getting all the Infinity Stones, killing half the universe because he wants to be with Lady Death. But that is never brought up in the movie. That that isn't a thing that happens in the movie. Which apparently has broken Aroa. I'm kind of legit annoyed. Yeah. By that, I was I was a little confused about it, but I kind of, when it comes to the movie universe, you I I know that they have to dumb things down and kind of like omit a lot of stuff that makes sense in the comic books, but doesn't make sense in in kind of the movie. Like it wouldn't make sense going to screen. So I kind of get it. Also, there's the idea that um, the cinematic universe is a different, a parallel world 
to the comic that's, book world. That's what the yeah, director said was that we're trying to tell the cinematic universe story, not just adapt the comics. Right. Which is probably, if anything, just a cop out. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, yes, yes, and no. But there are the 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 bad the good thing and bad thing about it is that in the comics they have a precedent for having different universes. Yeah. So so this having but a cinematic universe just, makes sense. I I kind of like the idea that uh, I heard on another podcast, which is that they're going to use this whole thing, this whole Infinity War thing to kind of almost reboot the Marvel cinema Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe Marvel Cinematic Universe Well yeah and and we can't go into too many spoiler territories but uh I could see it and it Well because there's there's going to be a part 2 There's going to be a part 2 There's going to be You know be... I, I think it honestly I don't think it's that huge of a spoiler to say that hey Thanos kills a lot of people because there's a meme of it at this point <laughs> That's true yes um, for if you some don't know already, reason. if you don't know already, yeah. uh, he ends up killing a lot of people. But I, I'm expecting that in part two, like the ending will be one of the good guys gets the Infinity Gauntlet and then just goes, "All right, I'm just going to rewrite the entire world now." A boop boop. Well, what happens... my favorite endings are Deus Ex, and then well, all the actors who uh, whose contracts are up or they're getting kind of too old and they need to be replaced. All those actors will get changed to different actors for the same characters in a different world. So that that's what happened in kind of in the um, in the comic book, is that I believe Adam Warlock ends up getting the Infinity Gauntlet and basically just undoing everything Thanos did. Yeah. So he ends up uh, he ends up rewriting it, um, but some of the characters stay dead. So I don't know. We'll, All the we'll characters that they didn't feel like needed to continue existing. Well, because uh, they weren't all that interesting. Well, also, anybody who was killed before uh, he used the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, so uh, when he snapped his fingers, you know, he took out half the universe. But there were people that he killed before that that yeah. had maintained that that maintained their death uh, for a while until they brought him back because they always bring them back. Yep. So. Anyway, let's move Comics on. Comics will find a way. Now, what is this? The death and return of Superman? Yes. So let's move on. Let's talk about um, something Connor is not really interested in, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, they are Democrats in Democrats? the okay. Democrats in the Congressional Review uh, are doing a con Congressional Review Act to try to force the Senate to res to at least vote on net neutrality. Now we've talked about net neutrality a lot on this podcast because it's something that is near and dear to our hearts um also my point of view as anyone that's against net neutrality is ignorant and doesn't know the ramifications of what's going to happen if we don't have net neutrality um in what is it june 10th or june 11th is when net neutrality will officially be repealed though for about the last two years with this current administration, net neutrality laws haven't really been enforced at all because they don't care about net neutrality. So I'm really, I know that if this goes to a vote in the Senate that it's not going to pass, but my hope is that enough people look at this vote and look at who voted against net neutrality and will then focus their attention on getting those people out of Congress. What's what's your guys' thoughts on this? I think we just need to burn it all down and start fresh. No, bad, bad. We can't do that. We Who pays I, taxes I, I, anyway? I think, I think at the very least we should have some hangings involving everyone who I don't like. But, I don't think but, that's asking too much. Just everyone I don't, I don't like. But I don't want to get hanged. I think you wouldn't be hung. <laughs> which is you know i think what i also say when i'm your wingman if you become uh leader of the free world can i can can i be the only podcast people listen to <laughs> you, you could be the podcast i will be Everyone i will the... i will be the state podcast if yeah, you, i'm gonna you say me. i'm not doing this because people deserve better podcasts and if i'm okay. gonna make a if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna make an honest attempt at it 
Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so anyway, for president, whenever. Welcome hey. all Americans to the hey. podcast. The podcast. Hey, I'm just saying our numbers are looking up. Okay, we're getting, we're making it. We're they're getting high listener, which I assume is written on like 20 different proxies. That's me. <laughs> that is me exactly. So uh, anyway, uh, this is not gonna this is not gonna change anything because net neutrality is still gonna be repealed. Uh, but there have been 33 Democrats who have uh, submitted a petition. Uh, trying to get those regulations restored, which I think is a very good thing. Net neutrality is something that we definitely need in the United States. That way, companies like Verizon, AT&T, um, and so on and so forth don't try to or won't actually screw over their customers because that's exactly what's going to happen once this gets repealed. Yeah, uh, my problem is I don't trust that they're not going to screw us over in right. any definition of the word. Right. So let's move on to something Connor actually does want to talk about. Tee. Uh, Pathfinder, Pathfinder Second Edition is being released this year. Yeah. Um, um, now, I'll be honest, been, I only... Oh, go ahead. Pathfinder's been around for how long, Connor? Pathfinder's been around since 2008, if I recall correctly. Uh, when the company... Um, let me preface this myself. Everything that I know about Pathfinder, I know from Johnny Wilson... Um, I introduced. I was introduced to that guy through my uh, when I was a student at DePaul University. He's one of the guys who started Paizo. He eventually split, but around that time, I particularly know about. So it was around 2008. There's the company Paizo Publishing. They made uh, third-party content for D and D 3.5. Around that time, D and D Dungeons and Dragons, owned by Wizards of the Coat, they were getting ready to amp up their fourth edition, which, as most people would agree, was the death of Dungeons and Dragons for a little bit. Paizo, Pump, uh, my, Paizo Publishing was like, well, shit, if, if they're you know, going high seas, let's, let's do this right. They decided to release Pathfinder, which was their 3.5 modifications and modules and tweaks into their own published edition. And me personally, that's what I've been playing for Jesus Christ a little over half of my life now. <laughs> God, you're That old. hit you. I, it's hitting me. It's, all, it's weird. I'm getting hair in weird places. Uh, I'm what uh, what's going on right now relevant to the story though is that Paizo Publishing is releasing Pathfinder 2.0. Uh, I've been doing a lot of research about this, being somebody who dedicates most of their free time to tabletop escapism. I guess would be the proper word for it, and it's exciting. A lot of the changes that they make are parallel to the changes that they're introducing to D and D Fifth Edition. Uh, for example, they're totally redoing their uh, action economy, which. It's just, you know, it's how you play. We can get into the specifics in a podcast. That's not a brief overview. But they're making a go for it. They're Because uh, uh, I think the simplest way I could say this is Pathfinder was just 3.75 at best. It was it was tweaks to D&D 3.5. Now right. that they're releasing Pathfinder 2.0, this feels kind of like they're making their own go at a tabletop role-playing edition. This is, this is their sandbox, their rules. It's going to so, be interesting. So here's the thing. I'm... I, I, I was looking at, or I was thinking about, is that Pathfinder came out in 2008, and since then, we've had Dungeons & Dragons 4 and Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition uh, both released in that time period, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, so this is taking quite a while for them to release a new Pathfinder. Uh, it's been about to... 10 years, yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a lot of feedback and... Uh, Pathfinder in particular has been releasing a lot of books that they usually just parallel and tweak other editions that have gone on in 3.5 books, which is, I, so, I don't personally know how to compare it, but I know 3.5 has so many additional books that you can use for it, whether it be, you know, D&D Magazine or actual supported Wizards of the Coast modules. So now but it's gotten to the point where they know how to, they know how a, a game engine works at this point. Right. So and also uh, keep in mind the reason probably that fifth edition got pushed out the door so quickly. It did. It really fourth did. Edition, that the reason for that, though, is because so many people hated fourth edition. Oh, it was it's, bad. It was bad enough to because kill Gary Gygax. It was, it was the Skyrim, it was the Skyrimification of Dungeons and Dragons. Well, it was, it was the wowification. They tried to make it more like an MMO. Yeah. So they they gave every class had like a healing ability, which is I don't know. I prefer the Holy Trinity. Um, when it comes to even Father, MMOs. Son, and Holy Healer. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I prefer the holy. The that's what it is. The holy trinity in in MMOs or even in like Dungeons and Dragons is you have a damage dealer, you have uh, a tank, and you have a healer. For sure, uh, you got your sword and board paladin who can do some off healing. You got your rogue who can make sure everyone doesn't die from traps. If you're yeah, lucky, you've yeah. got a wizard or a sorcerer, and then if you're smart, you got a cleric or someone who could actually do some on site healing. If you're smart, you get a cleric, and then if that person leaves, you get a better cleric. And if not, then I guess you just TPK until the problem's no longer a problem. Yeah, you you get a better cleric who doesn't talk to themselves. It's pretty great. Uh, actually. Man. We just want to give a quick shout out to the Clinton Cork Classics, a part of the uh, the Role Mongers podcast family. Go ahead and check them out if you're a dirty shill who likes in podcast advertisements. That's us. That's us. Hey, baby, that's us. We're dirty This podcast shills. brought to you by Blue Apron. Go to blueapron.com <laughs> slash Reeton for 15% hey, off your first that, order. This hey, podcast, Blue Apron. This podcast brought to you by InfoWars. If you want to take no. down the global... Oh, the, no, Blue Apron. Down... I want to learn how to cook. Give me some food. Get a free trial of audible.com you, you have... audible.com slash Reeton. Yeah, I, have... I could read, but I just want to say that I read books. Can you I have... can I get an audible subscription? <laughs> you you have no idea how much how how quickly I would sell out our podcast. Oh like, yeah. Just, <laughs> don't blame you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just if in... I could get a cut of that sweet audible cash. Yeah, yeah. give me a quarter a month and I will sell myself out to <laughs> Hey, look at this delicious beverage. Mm. Just immediately. Mm. What what does that say There's on there? Uh, whoever wants to pay me. Delicious to taste of Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> so uh anyway. What features are you looking forward to in Pathfinder? Is there anything that you think that they should change, or I could talk about the game mechanics of Pathfinder and the things that they should change or the things they shouldn't change? Let's okay, okay literally let's talk... over 24 hours. Let me sum that up to what I like it that they're changing. Okay, so they're they, making they... the action economy a little different, which is something I hinted at a little bit earlier. They're making it so you can do a little bit more per turn. A oh, big good, problem good. I have with Pathfinder and you know, in connection, a little bit of the bit of the problem that I have with 3.5 was that if you're not spec to do exactly what you're doing at exactly that time, sometimes your turn is just like, and I've showed up too. Pathfinder 2.0 seems like it's a little more interested in making sure that everybody could be relevant a little more like actively. And I think that if they continue down that road, if they continue making it so if they combine the good parts of 3.5, which is let's face it, multi-classing and archetyping, and the good point of 5e, which is archetyping and skill treeing if that's a word i think that this product is going to be very successful i personally am excited to introduce it with both my online group including reeton and the aforementioned you know pedally uh advertised clinton score classics on rollmongers as well as in my personal tabletop gaming group yeah so i'm i'm looking forward to it um hey, Paizo, I pay me money i advertised yeah uh, but I don't actually know as much about tabletop gaming. I haven't. It's not that I don't want to play. It's the the main problem. It's that being been... an adult sucks. Well, the main problem is I don't really have friends around that want to play it all the time. And then the times that they want to play it is always at a time when I'm not able to play. Not vigorously. able to play. So, like, I have a I have a group of yeah, friends. That's, that's where, a real problem. Yeah, I have a group of friends where I live. That were like, hey, do you want to play? We're gonna be playing Pathfinder, and I was like, and you're like, sorry, I'm masturbating vigorously. No, 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 no. Well, I was like, I was like, yeah, sure. What what day would it be? And they're like Wednesdays. I'm like, okay, cool. What time would it be? And they're like, can you do three thirty? And I was like, no. And they're like, can you do four thirty? And I was like, dude, I get home at six. The the earliest I would be able to do it would be like maybe six thirty. And they're like, oh. Well, that we go to we ended at seven, and I was just like, oh, okay, so it was just impossible for me to get together and uh and play with them uh before I found before I was basically weaseled into not only playing Clinton's core classes classics but also recording Clinton's core classics. Thank you, Nathan. We need you. I know, I know you do. So anyway, let's uh let's wrap this up. And uh, I just want to ask one more thing of you, Connor. Are there yeah. any classes or races that you would want to see that aren't in the base Pathfinder playbook? 
Yes. Um, I personally would like to see Warforged. That is a robotic race that is copywritten by Wizards of the Coast. So, you know, <laughs> fat chance. But well, still, they would it were... really be that hard just to go, here's a race of people that are uh, their they're armor that are alive. Right, no, it, it wouldn't be that hard. And there are I've I've played in campaigns where DMs have been like, Yeah, we'll just convert it. So but still, if, if Pathfinder were just like, hey, we recognize that this is a cool thing and we're be good. They're making goblins a playable character. Jesus Christ, what? just let me play what? my Warforged. A goblin. But the goblins are in the core race book. Come on, it, man. Let me, let just, me just be a robot. I'm the cyberpunk monk. It's in my name. Goblin player characters. Right and now, the list. let me play. Let me play a Warforged. As for uh, classes, there's an uh, my my favorite archetype is from three point five. It's called the Umbral Disciple. They're kind of like monks at high levels when they can shadow step, but you could do it as a rogue, and it, it's perfect for flanking and subterfuge and you know Splinter Cell style. Who would have thunk I'd be into stuff like that? Whoa! All all Connor likes to, all, all Connor does it. in our game. The way that we beat every boss is that he walks up to them, he grapples them, and that's it. That's all that happens. You should see me play like a ninja or a rogue. It's the same thing, except it's like, and the rogue found his weak point. Mm, he's down. Okay. So anyway. Uh, I love tabletop game, guys. I'm so good at them. Yes. Yes, you are. Anyway, we are going to wrap this up. We want to thank you, Andrew Rowe McFain, for being here. I was here. And where can we find you? We actually skipped doing this last week. I thought we did. Yeah, we um, did. It doesn't really matter, though. I'm on Twitch right now at twitch.tv slash Aroa1337, where once I finish Undertale sometime maybe this week, I'll In be starting 2024. On... Wait, are you playing Aroa? Hold on. Let me, uh, let me actually Twitch right now. Are you playing Aroa? playing undertale right now no, no no he's he's playing streaming oh. the podcast yeah, yeah. oh I, that's me i hear myself that's you. yes and uh what where else can we find you twitter uh twitter at aroa and what about your youtube and my youtube at aroa1337 where i post edited versions of my streams of the games and uh yeah if you didn't watch me play undertale yesterday you probably didn't you, you you're gonna want to watch the, the next one's gonna be pretty good i'm gonna yes i'm gonna tell you right now i get why everybody likes that robot character oh. i get it a lot good he's good. fucking delightful and uh yeah uh there's a part there's a part where he sings so for that. so be good um connor same question thank you for being here where can we find you where can we find you? <laughs> hey, I am muted, everybody. You can find me at <laughs> cyberpunk underscore monk on Twitter, where I will most likely be passive-aggressively complaining about the metro services in the greater Chicago area. Man, yeah, Jesus, that's all he talks about. It really is. It's, it's overwhelmed my life, the hatred for my commute. You, you know, in Japan, a, uh, a subway apologized because they left 11 seconds early. Because I've, in Japan, the subway system runs magically on time all the time. There's almost no delays ever in the Japan Japanese subway system. See, my assumption is, is that the Metro CEO just likes to take my money, specifically my money, not anyone else's, put it in the dollar bills and roll around on the track that I take in and on the work out of the days. Because I'm like 20 minutes late to work consistently sometimes, and they, you know, every once in a while, if it's raining out or if they got a good bullshit excuse, they'll do a post about it. But otherwise, I walk into work and my boss is like, hey, it's like nine o'clock. Why were you late? And I'm like, boss, the, the rails, they only let us out one at a time. Well, yeah, it's a really good thing that Connor doesn't know how to drive. I do know how to drive, but I get road rage. And last time I drove I into Chicago, that even, was literally yeah, the closest even... I've been to getting out of my car and kicking someone's ass. I don't even want to imagine what it would be like to drive to work in fucking Chicago every day. No, I'm not doing that. Like yeah, the, yeah. the two, two question mark times that I've been to Chicago, like I, I've I've been like, oh yeah, no wonder nobody fucking drives. This place is awful. No, my my favorite part about living in Chicago was that I didn't need my car. 
everything else about it sucked. Uh, there was there there's some fine people in Chicago actually. I'll take that back. Everything else was terrible. Yeah, what what happened to Pixie? Oh my goodness, I I I, I was gonna say I think about it, but I actually don't think about it that much anymore. She uh she was awesome though. I went and asked her out, and she was like, "Well, I'm a lesbian." Mm, say no more. Yeah, and you're like, and is that <laughs> the, the thing said, is? Well, I mean, if I tuck it down really tight, you know. It... See, I I don't think I could buffalo bill it. I just I don't have the look going on for me. I'm I'm freakishly masculine. I would say that. Yeah, he is. He's pretty tall. Um, I'm overwhelmingly. Yeah, I was gonna say when you said when you were talking about playing inside or talking inside your couch, I was gonna say you have to be really short to do something like that. Like maybe like five foot six or something. No, I would wear my couch like football shoulder pads. That's how I would have to do it. Oh, okay. So we've gone through my how midriff can, would still how, be exposed. We've already. Yeah, how, how can he reach me? I'm on Twitter. Catch me uh, angrily talking about Metra and weird things like couch midriffs. It's a fun time. Yes. Uh, for Nathan Reeton Spruth, the host of the podcast, you can find me in lots of different places, and I'm always Reeton. So I'm Reeton on Twitter, I am Reeton on Twitch, I am Reeton on YouTube, and Reeton Entertainment also on YouTube. So if you want to subscribe there, I post my podcast every single week on YouTube, usually about a day late. So I record it on Sundays, I get it posted, <laughs> and then I have to I have to render the file and get it posted on Mondays, uh, sometimes late Sunday evening. On mm, YouTube. That's right. Quantity is job one after all. It is. Who gives a damn when it hits the public? Yes. And uh, you can also find the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. So We haven't been removed yet for some we, god some, Somehow we have not. Um, pretty soon they're going to find out we have a sponsorship with InfoWars and get that stricken out right <laughs> it's away. It's the frogs! They <laughs> turned gay! I can't do an Alex Stone. Aro, can you do an Alex Stone? Help me out here. Uh, it's the frogs that turn gay. Yeah, there you go. That's uh. Oh, yeah, I don't know. That, that that wasn't very good either. But something something meme. Uh, so... My name is Nathan. I like dicks in my butt. No, yeah, that, that's Stop what I was doing. Stop it. So, no, no, no. So you can find us on Google Play. You can find us on iTunes under Retin Podcast. And if you search for that, you'll find Retin Podcast. All the episodes are posted on there every single Sunday after their. They're rendered and uploaded to Omni Studio. So thank you guys for being here. Hey, uh, you know, I, you know, what my favorite part at the end of your podcast is it's end. when you tell people how to listen to the podcast. They just went out of their way to listen to. Um. Yes. Don't forget to buy Brain Force Plus, the only right. brain boosting product on the market that'll boost your brain. Don't all new Brain Force Plus, twenty percent more capsules and a critically enhanced formula. That's Get right. Don't forget to give us bonus. money. Anyone who wants to pay us money to get them to get other people to give you money. We will do that. We, we will sell out to you. We don't even have a Patreon yet, okay? We're one not day. Decent. No. We're one, never, day, no. Uh, one day we will we will have a Patreon if we ever get enough enough viewers that I think that a Patreon would actually help out. Reading, um, that will never happen. Though I do think get some may, maybe I have an idea. 100% organic coffee. I have yeah, an idea. I can I can get a Patreon and we can make the first goal be that for ten dollars a month, we will get a bell. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> not a bad idea. Ten dollars a month, you get a bell. Fifteen dollars a month, you get a swimsuit catalog of the podcast guests. That's weird. There's zero <laughs> subscribers. What's happening? There, we only have the bell. That's I. I That's all we got. Fun, <laughs> ten dollars a month. That's all I want, guys. Funnily enough, I think that uh, I know somebody who would who would pay that. I think oh, yeah. I know. Funnily enough. That. Yeah. Funnily enough, you know, someone who will pay ten dollars a month for a bell. I can't, mm. I can't find. There was a there was a fucking fluoride drop that he had. Oh right, I, right, 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 right. I can't fucking find it. I I think he might have gotten rid of it. It's probably gone, uh, because it's probably unhealthy. Because nothing he sells is sells is actually like healthful. It's it's kind of amazing though, because most of the stuff is the same kind of crap that like I feel like his audience would probably make fun of like hippies using. Yeah, because almost all of it is just like like natural mineral infusion pills. Yeah, this, I don't get this completely organic natural herbal body wash. I do not care for Alex Jones very much. 
Uh, no, Shockingly he's, enough, he's a terrible person. And he really is. I don't know like how he's still popular whenever he admitted that he lies about everything. It's because he's a meme. He said that he's, he's playing a character. He had to to keep from losing his kids. Right. But he still lost his kids. Good. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. to be fair, you do drugs on something like the Joe Rogan show and people see you like, hey, that guy's suffering from drug use. You're probably going to lose your kids, dude. Uh, I don't do cocaine anymore, okay? No, okay. He, just, he just smokes pot and gets angry about things. How terrible. Yes. Anyway, let us end this podcast. Thank you two for being here. I will talk to both of you or one of you or neither of you next week. Hopefully neither. Goodbye. Bye. Let me watch anime.